Attention wrestling fans, you're now about to listen to the men coming down the aisle from the main streets of South Elgin, Illinois, with a microphone in his hand and questions on his mind. This is What Do You Say with D. DJ. Welcome, everyone, to the spectacular 35th episode of What Do You Say with DDJ. As always, I am your host, DDJ. Uh, first off, uh, for those of you who have been listening to me since the very first episode way back in August, thank you so much. Uh, for those of you who are listening to me for the first time, thank you very much. And for those of you who are listening to me for some time between the first, for the first time and the 35th time, thank you so much. Anybody who takes the time to listen to the, uh, an episode of this show, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And uh, just to also let you know, this is the official kickoff for WrestleMania week as part for the uh, Pro Wrestling Junkies Pod Squad. A lot of great stuff coming up for you this week, not only on uh, in the Pod Squad, but also in the Pro Wrestling Junkies Facebook group. So guys and gals, please, if you're already not a member, go join uh, the Pro Wrestling Junkies Facebook group and get in on all the fun we have uh, planned. So I'm going to get right to it. Uh, joining me for this, uh, the 35th episode spectacular is former Impact Wrestling superstar and current member of the National Wrestling Alliance. He was originally known as All Day, but he wanted me to, uh, during the interview, he wanted to be known as the one true All Day Marche Rocket. So sit back, relax. Get comfy, grab your favorite cold beverage, grab a snack, get warm underneath a nice cozy blanket, and enjoy episode 35 of What Do You Say with DDJ? And my guest this week, the one true all day, Marche Rocket. This is rock star Johnny Nye, and you're listening to What Do You Say with DDJ? And make sure you catch the newest episode featuring yours truly. What other reason could you possibly need to tune in outside of the fact that I'm on it? I mean, come on, people. And for those of you who don't tune in, be gone. All righty then, back here for the 35th spectacular episode of What Do You Say with DDJ and joining me on this very special WrestleMania Week episode is uh, it was once known as All Day, but because there are a lot of people out there who like to copycat and not come up with something original, uh, he informed me shortly before I hit the record button that he would be like to be referred to as the one true All Day. Uh, that would be former Impact Wrestling and current member of the National Wrestling Alliance, the one true All Day, Marche Rocket. Marche, how are you doing this afternoon? I am doing wonderful, and I love that introduction. <laughs> Man, you know what? Hearing that from someone that I watch on TV liking something I did, I consider it an honor, and I thank you for that. And I also thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to do this interview with me. No problem. I'm always happy to come on and share stories and just interact with new people. It's always a, it's always a fun. Always yeah. fun. 
It is fun. It's actually one of my favorite things I've really gotten to enjoy about doing this show is getting to know, you know, the men behind the characters. And I definitely uh, look forward to this. Uh, so my first question, and this is something I ask every single guest I have on this show, um, is Marche, how did you discover professional wrestling? Well, like most guys and girls, uh, I discovered pro wrestling uh, through backyard wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, I always call, I always refer to myself as like a late bloomer because usually when you hear stories, people say like, oh, I always wanted to be a wrestler when I was like five or six. And I was like, I was not at that point. Um, I was a 10 um, when I started to uh, actually, you know, love, get a love for wrestling. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, you know, growing up, like, just watching on TV, you get together with a couple of your friends that also have an interest in it. And mm -hmm. it's like pick and choose where you want to go and do, like, wrestling shows and stuff like that, that your version of wrestling shows. I mean, obviously, we didn't have a ring set up, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound ridiculous but we would take i remember very very vividly we would take like four cones that we had and we would set mm -hmm. them up like you know the four corners of like the ring and yep. we would just like pretend to like you know go and hit the ropes or use the turnbuckles and everything it was very at the time it was very very creative like i to to see like you know all of us out there just bouncing off of like pretend ropes and everything like that like we probably look weird to the outside world but to us man it was superstardom at its best so <laughs> that's awesome and that's so so uh so obviously um doing my research uh, I discovered that you were born actually in um uh you're you're from the Chicago area most specifically you were born in uh normal Illinois, which is kind of actually down yes. by where my brother lives. Uh, he's actually not too far from there now. Um, so what, what did you, when you uh, first started watching wrestling on TV, what was that, What was on the TV? What did you have uh, available to you? Well, I actually started watching wrestling uh, when I got to the Chicago. Like I was born, but I like, we left normal, like uh, when I was like very, very young. So okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't at normal at the the whole time, but when I got to like to Chicago and and uh, eventually to the suburbs, like uh, I came in to watching wrestling at the start of like the Attitude and WCW like era, where it was like the Monday Night Wars, which was okay. all good for me um, because. Uh, I, I was the type that was like always flipping through the channels and say like, okay, which match is good on over here and which match is good on over there. Mm -hmm. So like, and for, I think uh, a good majority of the time for those 83, 82 or 83 weeks that WCW, you know, uh, you know, reigned supreme with ratings. Like I was kind of like a WCW guy because, you know, they had the Kevin Nash, they had the Scott Hall, the NWO, like, right. Uh, the Bret Hart, uh, you know, the, the Crispin Wall at the time, like they had some good stuff over there, man. Like I was just like, dude, this is this is some awesome, like, you know, hard hitting stuff. And like for like the WWF at the time, I was just like, you know, it, it was kind of cool. But what turned for me was, of course, seeing the the Stone Colds, the Rock and, and the Shawn Michaels. And once I started to see those guys, man, I was just like, oh, I got to be a, I, I got to be a WWE type. You know, I got to go with them, man, because they were just killing it after that. Like, 
especially like Stone Cold and The Rock. Like those are my two right there, man. Well, that actually answered my next question. I, I was going to ask you who are some of your favorites, but you mentioned Stone Cold and The Rock and stuff. Was there anybody else that really kind of helped hook you, you know, helped you take the, you know, the bait and, you know, basically kind of dive into this uh, rabbit hole that we like to call professional wrestling fandom besides Austin and the rock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was, I'm a huge uh, undertaker. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, just like I mean, everybody knows that, that, that lineage, like 30 plus years. I mean, just uh, the, his character and everything was just like, wow. Uh, so Stone Cold, The Rock, The Undertaker was. I was really into Shawn Michaels and, and you know uh, DX, mm -hmm. like all, all of their uh, their comical stunts and everything. Uh, uh, I loved Edge. Uh, as of now, like everybody who probably knows me and who's been following my career, probably sees a, a correlation between a little bit of Randy Orton mixed mm -hmm. in my type of style. So Orton was definitely in there, but. Um, yeah, man, for those, you know, those that I mentioned, like, those are the ones that, like, really, like, hooked me in. And I was just like, anytime they were involved in something, I was like, I got to see it. I got to watch it, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, but it was like, uh, I, I will say now my, my watching of wrestling is, like, a little bit different because I just now enjoy, like, the styles and, and for the, the people's, you know, the story that they have behind their characters or if they're just mm -hmm. being themselves, like that kind of draws me in still just as a fan. So, right. So uh, one of the things uh, that's just kind of, that just kind of popped in my head as you were discussing some of the guys um, you mentioned edge. Now, um, like I said, this is uh dropping. Uh, this will be out uh, the Monday before WrestleMania. So obviously, you know, we're talking about like less than a week away from edges, you know, Mm -hmm. Big match against Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Uh, what are your thoughts on just, I mean, how amazing is Edge for basically to come back from what he came back from, you know, made his surprise return at last year's Royal Rumble, you know, went on to have a just an amazing, you know, last man standing match at last year's WrestleMania in front of no crowd. And then he would go on to have uh, what some people called that may have called the greatest wrestling match of all time, you know, and unfortunately that's when he suffered his injury and then, you know, returned at this year's rumble. What, what it like being an ed, an edge head, like what, what is, how cool was it? And like, what are your thoughts on just edge as just his, his comeback? I mean, I, 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 it's a lot of it's unreal. It's surreal in my opinion and stuff. I just, I kind of wanted to get your take on it. Just being, you know, being a professional wrestler and being an edge fan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I honestly thought it was it was huge. I mean, I know like, you know, WWE covers it so much. I mean, so much that they try to like run it down people's throats. But just for mm -hmm. me, like uh, I was I was blown away because, you know, I was watching the night that he had to come out and uh, and unfortunately announced that he was like retiring or yep. he he was forced it he was forced to retire and mm -hmm. they, like you know relinquish the championship and everything because even watching it um his his well at that point his last championship match uh i i was watching it and i was just like something's off you know and i was looking right. at his movements and stuff like that and it, it just wasn't the same edge that you've seen over the years so then i was just like well maybe he just got hurt you know 
but I but you just didn't know the extent of the injury. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the news came out about the neck. And, uh, you know, from personal experience of just hearing stories, like that's one thing that's always in the back of my mind is uh, neck injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to get advice and talk to some of the wisest people in the in the business. And one thing that they always warn uh, or try to warn young talent about is uh the seriousness of like, you know, your neck injuries and like some of the, 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 the falls and the, and the bumps that, that you're taking, a lot of it revolves around the neck. And so I just always try to keep that in the back of my head, you know, like, Hey, uh, above everything else, like make sure you're taking care of your neck, like, you know, stretches and, and all this type of, uh, you know, preventative care so that we know we don't have to have that, um, uh, that choice to, to be forced into retirement. Um, so when I, when he came out and he said that, of course, I was like super, super sad about it. You know, I was like, God, that sucks. You know, it's one thing to have to retire, but to be forced into it, it's, it's, you know, the worst feeling in the world. And so when he came back, you know, I I was happy. I was ecstatic. Um, you know, I, I kind of thought I was just like, oh, is this like a one-off? Because, you know, you just weren't sure. But right. see how he has come back from everything, you know, and is delivering like nonstop. Like, holy, I mean, you know, what what more can you like say, dude? Like, that that man is a machine. Like, you know, there's very few people that you could look at and say like, oh, that guy, you know, that guy's tough and, you know, but edge is a machine dude and like that is commitment you know so i was just like him going into wrestlemania right now i'm uh i'm 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 huge into daniel bryan but i'm really pulling for like edge to come back because that would just be that would just be something incredible and i think when people see that i think it's going to send more of a message than people realize of you know of when people get down and out or they think that things aren't going their way or things aren't never going to be the way that they used to. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to send a, a loud, clear message to people saying like, Hey, you may be down, but you don't have to stay that way. If you work your ass off, you know, you can come back and even 10 times better because I mean, if you see him now, even compared to what he, I think he looks better now than he did even years before. Mm-hmm. the injury, Absolutely. You know? He's like shredded and chiseled out. I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. was, you know, but uh, so, yeah, I think that's going to really like be a fun match to watch. I can't I can't wait to see it. So, yeah, me too. Uh, you know, WrestleMania is actually looking like a pretty decent, you know, card. Actually, both nights, you know, a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, in that. So, uh, so kind of going back to, to you here. um. So, you know, we're talking, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, you know, was when you kind of like you're uh, you became a wrestling fan. Uh, when did you decide that, you know, this was something that you wanted to do? Like you wanted to start making a career out of it? Uh, I didn't come to that conclusion until uh, I was getting ready to like graduate high school. OK. So, and it really wasn't like my decision. It was like my dad kind of like influenced me because growing mm-hmm. up, my dad would always ask me, my and my brothers and sister, um, you know, hey, he, he was like, 
what do you guys see your like where do you guys see yourself for the future wise because he always wanted us to have in the back of our heads like what's the goal okay mm -hmm. we're not just, we're not just here just to be here we don't just go to high school just go to high school we don't just go to college just go to college he was like what's the what's the end goal and uh, for me it was always about something in entertainment you know mm -hmm. uh, acting modeling just, just something i didn't i didn't have a four gone conclusion of what it really was going to be but i was like hey, man dad i, I want to do this so at the time my dad is you know uh i'm watching SummerSlam. i'm watching the match between kurt angle and Rey mysterio awesome mm. match, by the way still love one of my <laughs> still one of my favorites today but uh so i'm watching that match and my dad walks in and he's doing the same spiel that he's always doing is asking me about my future and I'm just like, Dad, I'm trying to watch this match, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, in, I'm invested in this thing, man. So, but he was just like, well, let me just ask you real quick while they got, while they're plugging like something else, like a commercial or something. I was like, all right, you got about, I think, you know, maybe a minute and 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> so he goes on, and he's just like, hey, I just, just randomly popped in my head, but you know, you always tell me that you want to do something in entertainment. Have you ever thought about doing this because you show oh, okay. you show a hell of a lot of interest in wrestling and i was just like i just do that with my friends and everything like you know i i, I probably couldn't do a career out of this and he was just well give us some thought and so uh upon doing that like that literally bugged the hell out of me until like the graduation like i was just like you know it was one of those things that i you know, just going to uh, going to bed at night. I was thinking about it. Waking up, I was thinking about it. Like, because I knew where I wanted to go to to college, because um, it was like the art school downtown. Uh, mm -hmm. I was just like, huh, you know. So I thought about it day in, day out, all day, if you will. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so I was just like, you know what? I'll I'll give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm one of those people. I I hate the words "what if." Right. I never, I never want to have to utter those words. What if, uh, if I can help it, you know? Because I'm just like, well, what if I, what if I was destined for it, but I just didn't pursue it or something. So once I did the research, I found the wrestling school of Windy City Pro Wrestling at the time. Okay. I went, I, I actually, my dad took me down to the studio to see the studio to uh, talk to the, uh, the owner and uh, sort of get like a, a good vibe and intel of like what all goes into it, like how much it's going to be, the training, all the stuff that, you know, that, uh, that will come along with it. So once we did all of that, in fact, I actually got to see a lot of the superstars I get to wrestle with now, like, you know, the Steve Bozzes. And um, I even that was the night that I actually met uh, Acid Jazz, you know, okay. who would be uh, ultimately become like one of my best friends ever. <laughs> but we didn't know it at the time. I was just like he was just coming back and um, from an injury, and then uh, he was also going to school at the same time too. So he also helped my dad because you know, parents being parents, they were just like if you're going to do this, you still got to keep up with your schooling too. And he was like, I don't know how this is going to work. So then as a jazz kind of helped with that. But uh, now we, me and him, we went back, we talked about it and he was like, well, what are you, uh, how do you feel? I said, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, I liked what they, they all had to say. Um, 
I think I want to give it a shot. I, I think I, I think I feel like I need to do this just because I don't want to look back and say, you know, what if? Right. So, uh, once, uh, yeah, once we had the talk, uh, we got everything laid out with like schools and stuff like that. Um, I immediately like, you know, started training and just like really like busting hump and just trying to, uh, showing up to practice every day, trying to uh, make sure that I was going to be in the best shape, and 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 just give my all because I wasn't I wasn't coming into this like half-ass like I wanted to go full throttle and just deliver. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, I remember training um, every day for like you know uh, I think I six months it took me to fully master a lot of like the techniques and stuff okay um but uh yeah no it was uh it was yeah that was the start of that was the start of my run man cool so uh so who are uh some of the guys that uh like you know you trained under that uh, along the way uh so i trained over i had mentioned like steve boz and uh jazz um another one was uh willie debon richardson um hunter Payne, uh austin roberts uh to to some of the wrestling fans that are going to probably watch this they're going to be like who are these guys you know Mm -hmm. uh but uh you know the the owner of the winter city pro wrestling was of course uh sam desero um -hmm. but uh yeah uh through the through these men uh i I owe my career to because they took me in and they gave me a pretty good foundation um, of, of like, you know, where a, a good step off point, you know, the training, mm-hmm. the training was excellent. Like, I, I don't think I would be half the superstar that I am now without having that firm foundation, because I know a lot of like, there's a lot of wrestling schools out there that they will show you, but I don't think they do the amount of teaching. Uh, they don't show you everything that I think young talent should know heading in. And mm. uh, man, I'm so grateful for that training, dude, because it was it really it, it really grounded me and it really made me into the uh, person that I am today. So that's awesome. So. Uh... So some of the promotions, again, doing just kind of looking, you know, over your career, doing some research online. You mentioned Windy City Pro Wrestling, um, but also it, it, you mentioned about uh, competing with uh, companies such as Chikara, or at least I found out, you know, IWA Mid-South, uh, Dreamwave, yeah. and Resistance Pro Wrestling. Um, what was like your, like, did, did, did what, what were like some of the places like you really enjoyed working at? Like, where do you feel like you got the most? Um, so I, it, it's funny because all of those places played an intricate part of like getting, uh, myself and like the, the so touchers brand out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where it all started for me was, um, cause actually the first place I ever wrestled outside of like Windy City was, uh, Stars and Stripes Pro Wrestling up in uh up in wisconsin okay um so they 
they helped provide uh, another avenue and like, again, just uh, honing my crafts for them. And then ultimately uh, other companies seeing my work there would then like, you know, they uh, IWA Mid-South would see my, my work with them. And then so, uh, so would Elite Pro Wrestling um, would just like, so each one was like a domino effect and each one was just like an intricate part. If I had to, if I had to pick, it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so hard because IWA Mid-South, without IWA Mid-South, like we, you know, myself and like the the rest of the Soul Touches, we wouldn't, um, we wouldn't be in Chicago. Because mm-hmm. Mike Quackenbush actually was at a show that we were doing, and after our match, he, you know, he met us outside and he was talking to us about like the King of Trios, right? That uh, that was two thousand and eight that we okay. uh, he invited us over to, and uh, you know the two thousand eight King of Trios really put us like. Uh, on the map as 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 a formidable tag team because um i mean that's when everybody really like took notice because mm-hmm. it was a it was like a who's who just out there um you know that we were like uh a rest that we were wrestling and so when everybody saw us coming out there doing the the soldier boy which was our which was our stick before our entrance and when people mm-hmm. saw that, they were just like, "Holy cow! Look at these guys!" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was you couldn't you couldn't help but to dance. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, oh man, these, I love these guys. You know, the whole small, medium, large type thing that we had going on. So, we brought it was just it was just like super fun. So, I like to say, like every place that I've been fortunate enough mm. to to work for has um, has just been awesome. It's been an awesome experience, and it's one that I cherish. Like each one has a cherishable memory, so it's kind of hard to like choose. <laughs> right. Oh, hey, I, I I like what you had to say there. So, and I'm sure my audience who's either watching this on YouTube or who'll be listening to this wherever you can get your podcast from will really get a kick out of that as well too. Um, you talk about the soul touches, and uh, I've had a few members of that group on my show before, and one person that I kind of wanted to get your uh, take on, um, who's someone that's actually become a pretty good friend of mine just throughout doing the show and just talking to him on Facebook and stuff is, uh, is C red. Uh, talk to me about your, your experience. C red Red, man. He, he's, he's, he's awesome, man. Um, he, uh, so starting off, I was sort of just like, uh, I was like in another tag team, um, with, uh, we called ourselves like the special forces. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, Isaiah Velasquez, you know, who's mm-hmm. now known as the definition. Um, and then there's, uh, it was Corporal Rossi, who's now known as, you know, he's Marco Rossi, the elite Marco Rossi, like for CSW. Um, so after, after I left that group, I was sort of like in a limbo because it was like really like no direction for me. And then mm-hmm. C Red was kind of like, well, he was just coming back. Uh, and he wanted to, he first started off, you know, wanting to come back as a wrestler, but then he was like, well, I want to try his, he wanted to try his hand as a manager. Okay. He wanted to to manage uh, a sort of like a new, 
he wanted to take like a whole new path of a, like manager. Like, you know, obviously he reached out to Willie the bomb mm-hmm. and, you know, they wanted to do like something different. And, you know, so of course, because I was up and coming and I showed promise, they was like, all right, we'll, we'll take on Marche too. So, uh, that was like the, you know, the initial start, man. Um, but uh, I've been up and down the roads with uh, many roads and skies with Red for a long, long time now. And, uh, you know, he's always like watched out for me. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, another guy who kind of kept me grounded and just um, I, I like what he's doing. Like, I mean, now that we've it seems like we've sort of like gone on like two different paths like we still stay in contact and everything like that but i mean he's he's doing things with like the uh what is it the, the arc with uh, yep. the arc yeah the, the arc so the i mean he's taking he's now just taking young talent and he's just molding them and he's just you know uh he's doing great things he's doing great things with them so um but yeah like uh he uh, I took a lot of like the tools that he was like using and, and applied it to my own. And, you know, I always felt like we had this like Rocky and Mickey type of. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love those movies. I love that, that duo. That's, I, you know, that's kind of like how I, yeah, that's kind of like how I felt because mm. it was like, even, even coming up, like it was like, um, you know, he was grooming me. Like I couldn't stand on my own just yet. But he was grooming me to the point where eventually, because he's well, he wasn't going to manage me forever, so he wanted to make sure that when he wasn't, I would be able to kind of hold my own and 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 I'd be okay. And so, like that was kind of like what um, what brought us together. I mean, I don't know if he felt that way. That's how I felt. So I'm just going with it. <laughs> right, right, right. But I always thought we had like a Mickey Rocket thing. Hey, hey, yo, Mick, you know, just like. Uh, <laughs> Cause he was just like, you know, that's, that was just our, that was just our combo. That was the duo. So. Yeah. That's, that's really a good, I, I said, I, I, you know, I, I really enjoy talking to him and just, I always, you know, like really hearing your take uh, on him as well too. Cause Red's a good dude, you know, and nothing but love and, and everything and stuff. And I'm just glad to see that he's had such a positive impact on, on your career. So, um, so one of the things too, I was kind of looking at this and I wanted to talk about, you mentioned also to uh, wrestling for resistance pro wrestling. And I believe that was uh, the promotion that Billy Corgan started, correct? Yes, correct. All right. So uh, one of the things here um, is that as reading here is that on uh, November 9th of uh, 2014, you became the, the RPW heavyweight champion. Uh, by defeating uh, Josephus, who, you know, many know him as, you know, the question mark. And, you know, unfortunately, we just recently lost him and stuff. Yeah. Um, what tell me more about him, because he's someone I've kind of really wanted to because I know he's done some really I've seen him do the stuff, you know, with Aaron Stevens and, you know, the stuff with Tim Storm and, you know. And this was kind of a really neat little thing I found, you know, is that you beat him for the RPW title. Uh, tell me about like, you know what it was like winning that championship, uh, what it was like working with uh, uh, Joseph Hudson and just, you know, your thoughts on him as a person. Uh, well, Joseph, I mean, he is just, uh, he was a really, really good dude, man. Um, mm-hmm. Joseph was, 
you know, he had that whole uh, Bruiser Brody. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. The whole Bruiser Brody type thing. Like he looked mm. savage. He looked like you know, like don't talk to me type deal. And in fact, right. when I first met just uh, Josephus, uh, that's the vibe that I got from him. I was just like, oh, dude, like I don't want to like piss him off. You know, mm-hmm. just going up there because I wanted to ask questions. That was that's one of my things that I like to do in the locker in any new locker room. Um, if I see some individual that you know could offer some solid advice and like you know uh i just like i i like to ask questions because that's the only way you're going to learn and that's the only way right. you're going to be you know wiser for the future so but he was one that was just like i i don't know <laughs> like i don't want to approach him and ask a question he turns around he's like you know he's like what are you doing kid and, you know but uh right. he turned out like joseph was a really really uh He's a really cool dude, man. Like he mm-hmm. had, I loved, I love every story he ever told me. Um, he just always had great and and nice things to say about me. I mean, he would put me over uh, any chance he got, um, and he was he was awesome to wrestle with. Um, I think leading up to that, leading up to the match, I think we wrestled like once or twice before. Okay. After, after every match, like he. You know, I'll never forget. He would always say, "Man, you are just a, you are bona fide stud out there." You know, he he sat up there and he was like, um, "He's like, I tried pushing you to your limits, and you delivered every time." And so it was. Uh, I, I of course was, you know, always appreciative of that because, um, you know, he had already at that point he had already been with resistance. Uh, and you know had the championship and you know he was seen as the guy so mm-hmm. for me to get the praise from you know the guy who's the face of the company i was like oh this is awesome you know so i'm at least now i know i'm on the uh, the right path and so ultimately when we had the uh the championship match where i challenged him for the heavyweight title and uh you know uh i eventually went on to to beat him for it uh, he was, uh, obviously one of the first people that I came up to, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, foremost, thank him for the match mm-hmm. um, and, and thank you f- and, and thank him for all of the, uh, the advice he gave me like along the way. And, you know, just yet again, he was just like, no, man, you deserve it. You, you, you put in the work, you worked your ass off. He was like, man, I'm, I'm so happy. He was happy for me. That's you know? awesome. And he was just like, you know, uh, take, take what you learned in these, you know, this experience and then, you know, and just be the best, you know, wrestler and, and just all around person that you can be. And so, um, I mean, even, even after like he and I left there and, uh, you know, there were times like, Anytime we would like meet or like talk to one another, like it was always, it was always fun, man. Uh, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed what he was doing with uh, Billy, like when you know when he went on with like Aaron Stevens and, and he became like the question mark. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was always fun, man. He was he was always fun. Um, you know, he's just I. It still hurts. It still kind of feels surreal that he's gone. Right. Um, because it, uh, you know, it's just one of those things like, 
one minute he's here and now now it's like he's not so i you, you can't i still can't wrap my head around it right so yeah. um uh i certainly miss him uh mm-hmm. but i know that um you know even even now he's like looking down over everybody he's just like hey everything's gonna be okay and uh you know still just be the best be the best person that you can be and i think that was um uh the best message he can send not just by his words but by his actions so it's yeah. really good so I, you know a lot of the stories i've read about him online are pretty much in line with what you said so it's just really good to kind of get that perspective as well too so yeah. one of the things i kind of want to want to fast forward a little bit and then i'm going to kind of you know come backtrack uh um, cause we're talking about Josephus hero. What were your thoughts on, um, the tribute that, uh, they did, uh, the NWA did for him at the end of the, uh, back for the attack pay-per-view? I, I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I yeah. would, I, I could have been out there with them, <laughs> but I understand <laughs> respectively. Uh, right. no, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was an, an awesome way to pay tribute to such a great person. Uh, and you know every and just the amount of well first off to give credit to the talent because when you do things like that and you there's so there's already so much emotion leading into like a big pay-per-view you know Mm -hmm. but to have that in the back of your mind like it's it's not just to entertain it's it's to pay tribute to somebody who you've grown to care and love for Right. And now that person is gone. So to have to go out there and try to muster and put on like a happy face, you know what I'm saying? With such right. with such uh unfortunate turn of events, it's it's not the easiest thing to do. And I felt like from top to bottom that whole card delivered. You mm-hmm. know. Um it's it was just phenomenal. And uh you know, and I think they they really um, they really gave the tribute to Joseph the way you know it it should have been. So um, I I certainly was thrilled by it, and talking to other people and talking to other fans and people who who watched the pay per view like they they loved it. So um, yeah. Uh, kudos to them, man, because that that was awesome. Again, it was sad to see that it had to be of those terms, but um, I, I think they delivered huge. So, yeah, I got a chance to watch uh, most of that pay per view, and yeah, one hundred percent agree. It was very nice, very touching. Absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, going back a little bit to, you know, resistance pro wrestling again, which again, those, you know, who may not know that was a promotion that, uh, was run by the current head of the NWA, Billy Corgan. What's, uh, what's Billy like as a boss? Billy, uh, uh Billy's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I love Billy. Um, Billy has a unique, uh, a unique take on the business and mm-hmm. one that, uh, up until meeting Billy, uh, I hadn't actually foreseen, but okay. uh, getting to work with Billy and getting to like, he has a unique way of telling stories. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with, with him, 
that's what he that's what he wants the most. He wants people to learn more of he wants to be he wants people to be more invested in the stories and not just what is being portrayed in the ring. And uh, I've always loved that about Billy because it's something that is sort of becoming like a lost art, I feel. Because, okay. Yeah, you go out there, you see the wrestling moves, but at the end of the day, did it have like a unique story? You know, uh, the, the the story of like, um, you know, I mean, even now for like the, 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 what drew me in as for like the WCW versus WWE, uh, with the Monday Night Wars, I was like, why did I watch WCW? Well, they had the better stories for 82, 83 weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once WWE started getting hot with their stories, like, uh, that's when you're just like, oh, you know, uh, I, I'm going to watch them now because I'm invested in, in what, what stories they're telling. So Billy has, I think, a firm hand on that uniqueness of telling an individual story and then people, the, the, the way that it's told, you can't help but to get invested in it. Mm. So, uh, I, I, you know, I think what he's doing with NWA is, uh, is phenomenal because I mean, again, we were just talking about Joseph, like he, the, the question mark, you mm. know, at first you're just like, well, who is this guy? Why is he coming out there? And why is he doing this? And then as weeks go on, as the shows go on and you start to watch, like you can't help but to fall in love with that character. Absolutely. And you become invested and you're just like, you're not even worried about the wrestling. You want to know the story. Mm-hmm. So Billy has a knack for, for, uh, for that type of stuff. And I think he's done a phenomenal job with uh, the NWA and just, you know, um, yeah. So, so we're going to get into the NWA a, a little bit later on in this interview, but I, I kind of want to talk about another promotion that uh, Billy was involved with uh, for for some time, and that would be uh, T- TNA slash Impact Wrestling, which yeah. you spent some time <laughs> there. Um, and yeah, just tell me how uh, the whole uh, your journey to Impact, like how did uh, how did that come about? Well, actually, uh, it, it's. It's kind of like I, I feel like fate had uh, had played its hand in that. So, actually, I was just coming off of a uh, WWE tryout. I think oh, okay. My, I think it was my third my third tryout with them. Uh, it was like at the um, what was it the Arnold Classic? It was my second time going out to like um, Columbus, Ohio, and being okay. at Arnold Classic. And, uh, you know, of course, as all WWE tryouts go, they, they tried to push you to your limits, push you to your breaking points just to see if you break. Mm-hmm. But uh, I honestly felt like I, I delivered. Um, I got great feedback from a lot of the people that you want to impress. And I thought then that that was going to be my shot, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, like some weeks go by, you're just what you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, you know, what's what's the hold up, or like, you know, what um, what initially the answer is going to be. And unfortunately, um, I, I was I was given the no. Um, wasn't obviously wasn't too thrilled about it. And then uh, I just asked for like some feedback, and then 
you know, it was, it wasn't, it, you know, I, I kind of equated like it was the same generic stuff that I always told. It's like, you know, it's not your skills, kid. It's not, you know, it's, it's not you. It's just that uh, we're looking at new directions and everything like that. And I said, oh, okay. Um, so I got to, I got to say for most, uh, that was probably like the darkest or saddest part of my career, I would say. Okay. I was just like super down, man. Um, cause even my wife was just like, are you, are you like, she would ask me several times, are you okay? I just felt unmotivated. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really stop going to the gym, but I was just like, the motivation just wasn't there as it was like going into that tryout. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, like this, this one's, this one hurts. This one stings. So, um, uh, as going back to the old fate thing, as fate would have it, like I think Billy, I, we got a call from, I got a call from Billy. Um, what was it like two or three days after I got my answer from WWE? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was when at the time he was like, Hey, um, you know, he's finding out what's going on. I, of course, told him about what just happened with me with WWE and the tryout. He's like, Oh, well, uh, I've got some news for you, but would you like to try out for impact? You know? And, uh, I was just like, Oh, you know, really? <laughs> At first I was like, <laughs> like, you know, he was just like, yeah, you know, I, he showed some old footage to, uh, you know, to the people over at impact and they loved what they saw. And he was just like, Hey, you know, why don't you come down, uh, you know, and, and do a tryout for impact and, and see where that leads. Um, so after, after agreeing upon that, uh, I got my ass up and got back into the gym and, uh, <laughs> you know, found, found that motivation. And, and at this point I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm still reeling for that, from that. No, like, right. I'm just like, uh, I, I, I can't, it's one of the things I can't deal with another night. I can't, I just can't. So in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I'm just going to go out there. F it. Have fun. <laughs> what happens, happens? You know, what I, what else could, what else could you do? I, here I am putting all this work and I thought I killed it over there. And apparently it was, you know, it was what it was. So I'm just like, I'm just going to have fun with this one. And I did. I had a blast, man. That was like, that was, that was awesome. But, and it was definitely, it was definitely needed. Um, and then, uh, as fate would have it, like the you know, right after this, not less than I want to say five minutes after my tryout, man, uh, I was already being uh, offered a contract. Wow, which, which was huge. Uh, they were just like, "Hey, we don't need to see any more." He was like, uh, uh, "Just you know, once once you get once you get uh, dressed and towel off, like we you know, come come see us." Uh, and so went back and there was, there was sitting on the desk and I was, I was blown away. It was like hard not to like get emotional and like, you know, tears starting right. to set in my face. I'm just like, Holy, like, are you serious right now? I kept thinking that somebody was playing a joke on me. Like it was, would have been, <laughs> been a cruel, cruel, sick joke. But I, uh, you know, I kept thinking like the other shoe to drop, but it, it never did. And like Billy, um, uh, I think Billy came over and he, uh 
he like shook my hand and he was just like, well, like, you know, you need to, he just need to say two words for me. It's like, well done, you know, cause, uh, he of course talked me up and I, I it made me feel good because I felt like I, I did him justice. Cause you know, he's saying, you got to watch this kid, you know, you got to watch what he can do right you know, out there, do what I do. And him come back and like, just shaking his head, like, well done, you know? So, uh, it was awesome. So, yeah. so, uh, one of the things that like when I, when I first, this, this is coming into when I, I saw you on my TV for the first time, um, you did a lot of work primarily in the X division and stuff. And I believe you worked with, I, I, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I know they put you with, I, I think it was, was Trevor Lee and uh, Andrew Everett, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of Trevor Lee. I love what he's doing as Cameron Grimes right now. He's actually like one of my favorites uh, to watch and stuff. Yeah. So uh, anytime somebody works with someone that I'm a real huge fan of and not saying I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours too. So uh, <laughs> I let that get lost here in the shuffle, but uh, I have to ask because uh, Trevor Lee is like I said, I'm just thoroughly, he's one of my favorites. I've always thoroughly entertained by what he does. What was it like working with uh, Trevor Lee? Uh, those guys, those guys were fun, man. Uh, mm -hmm. of course with, uh, you know, Shane Helms being like our manager. Like, yes. I love, yep. I love the stuff that we were doing, man. It was, it was awesome because mm -hmm. I, I love always, I love how I'm always placed in like these unique factions or like how, each into each person brings an individual take to the table. Mm -hmm. Of course, Trevor Lee, just like, you know, he was, dude, he was so, he was so awesome. Like I was in awe, like, of just like, you know, watching his work. And of course, Andrew Everett. Yes. Uh, the, the flips he was like, you know, doing and everything. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, where am I going to like, you know, uh, how am I going to be able to like match and like, you know, cause Trevor Lee kind of had that like ground and pound strike force type stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, Andrew ever had like, you know, the, the flips and everything as I was like, where can I find myself? So, uh, you know, Shane was kind of just like, well, you're the big man. And like, you can, you can still do all like these flying and stuff like that. And he was right. Like, you know, he was like, you know, don't, don't just uh, try to typecast yourself as just the big guy. He's like, no, you still do what you're going to do. And we're just going to combine it and then just make it all, we're just going to make it all work, you know? And, uh, it was so, it was so much fun being with mm -hmm. those guys because up until that point, I think a majority of my, uh, career at that point was like strictly babyface. So like now this was like, okay, now we get to see the, uh, the dark side of Marche just a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and so that was like that was always fun, especially playing it with them. So uh, yeah, man, they were they were they were super cool. Like uh, I love <laughs> I love him doing this Grimes thing. It's like it's so yeah. Trevor. It's like you know seeing how he was then. It's like it's 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 totally him. So I'm glad he's being able to do being able to be him. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so also too, you uh, had a. Uh, a match uh, for the X Division title once against uh, DJZ, who's now known as um, Joaquin Wild. Uh, yeah. Again, DJZ, Joaquin Wild, whatever you want to call him, another phenomenal talent. Uh, what was it? What what's it? What was it like working with him? Uh, it was it was uh, it was cool. It was super fun. 
um it's always it was like because we we've wrestled a few times on on the indies and uh various other places so it was now being able to do it like on the the main stage for the x division championship was just you know the icing on the cake um, right uh but even even if uh things was that could have been like our hundredth time wrestling but even so like mm-hmm. i was learning i was still learning like new new cool stuff and uh you know even he was like offering like advice and takes and stuff like that but uh like yeah being able to do it like on you know on the a grander stage and national television and stuff like that was was something uh spectacular um yeah. beat him for the x division championship but that's right that's a, that's another that's another uh <laughs> maybe down the road maybe some maybe some other championship uh we'll 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 find our each other in the ring again and we'll wrestle and who knows maybe i'll maybe i'll beat him then but uh no i i love what he's doing now in nxt yeah. like I'm, I'm i was so happy when he got signed uh it was so cool to to see but uh when uh, we got to do our thing for the X Division Championship, it was, you know, nothing but good things to say. He was fun to work with. Yeah. So, uh, so you were there at Impact for about a about a year and a half, I, I, I if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was that uh, was that with the amount of time that you were led to believe you were going to be there, or did you think you were going to be there longer, or did you last longer than you thought you were? Was it? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the right way. Just ask, it's like, what, 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 or was it right about what you expected your time to and impact to be? Um, I, <laughs> I was hoping to be there a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. um, it was, it was certainly, it was certainly a crazy time, right? Because when I came in, there was a ton of like behind the scenes transitional stuff happening, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's where, um, that's where I kind of got like lost in the shuffle. Then I'd be found okay. in the shuffle, type stuff like that. So it was at, at times it was sort of like surreal and weird because it was like, okay, where do I go now? What happens mm-hmm. now? But and then when I finally found my niche, it seems like that you know I can't go that way anymore. So it was like trying to find all these different routes that seemed like they were going to go to lead someplace, but then ultimately, you know, that road gets shut down or that road gets closed. And it's just like, well, crap. So, <laughs> I mean, because like Billy, of course, Billy was there. And then there was like, um, I still, to this day, I don't know all that was, you know, happening behind the scenes, but then of course, Billy leaves. Right. And so I, I, you know, you gotta wonder like, okay, well, you know, what's gonna happen you know, it sucked because I, I loved what Billy was doing. So then I was just like, okay, well, now what's going to happen to me? And then that's when, of course, I, you know, I got to work with, um, you know, Al Snow and, and, and Shane Helms. And, you know, those guys become like uh, they were on Team Rocket, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And eventually they left. And now I was just like, oh, crap. Now <laughs> <laughs> here comes, you know, here comes Pope Daddy and like, you know, Pope is you know, uh, he's, he's pushing for me and, you know, he's, um, you know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in there, I'm grinding, I'm doing my thing. And then like, eventually like, the the Pope went on to do his thing. 
and I was just like, crap. <laughs> so this is just like a reoccurring thing. Then Jeff Jarrett gets in there and I'm like, all right. So then I, you know, I, I guess I quote unquote became a Jeff Jarrett guy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually like, you know, then he, <laughs> he left. So you just couldn't just, get any luck. It was, it was just on and on. But, um, but uh, like eventually, like I it, it had a little bit of a foundation there. But then, like when the company, like again, was going through all these changes, uh, it seemed like they they just didn't have anything for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, okay, what are we doing? You know, um, I've I never I'm the type of person I can't sit still. Right, I can't if. If if nothing's happening, I got to go where something can it's it's popping off or like you know, I just don't want to be I don't want to be complacent. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, don't want to sit just to sit. So uh, I I talked to a few people and uh, I was just like, hey man, what are your thoughts about? I mean, what should I do? Like you know, how can I? Where do I go from here? How do I talk and everything like that? Because it just it seemed like I had nothing. I was just there. So, um, you know, talking with, uh, talking with impact, the, the, you know, and I was just like, Hey, uh, let's put a pin in this and let's just, you know, uh, let's come back to it. If it, if, if it's there, then yeah. Uh, if it's not, then, you know, I, I, but I just couldn't sit, man. Uh, some guys, I, some guys always jokingly say like, Oh man, I would love to sit there and get paid and stuff like I can't, you know? Uh, one thing you can't get back, I'm sure you probably heard it too, is you can't get back time. So absolutely agree with that. I, I, I cannot waste any time. Like, you know, if I can be uh, going someplace else and, you know, raising my, getting my brand out there and raising my star power, I'm going to have to go and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that was just where I, I left it. And, you know, they said the door's always open. So, it wasn't like we left. It wasn't like I left like on like super bad terms, like you okay. know, pointing the fingers or nothing like that. It was just, it, it, it was strictly like, if you got nothing for me, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, at least now I know, but just to be sitting in there, oh, you know, just looking around and it's like, well, it, you know, what about today? You know, it's just, no. So, right. Uh, we left the, you know, we left on good terms and then, uh, I was just like, well, I'm going to go, you know, have fun and I'm going to go and put some more miles, uh, under my belt and travel and do all that stuff. And, and I did, it was, it's been awesome, you know? So, so we're talking about, uh, here, you know, you're talking about, you know, leaving impact and, you know, going out there, having fun, putting some more miles on and kind of going further into your journey. Well, mm-hmm. uh, recently, the jur- your journey brought you to the National Wrestling Alliance under, guess who? Billy Corgan. <laughs> so I remember when um, I saw the picture, I, I don't remember where I saw, but I saw a picture of you in the, you know, in the studios where they do the tapings and this stuff. And I got really excited because I was like, I knew I was going to be interviewing you soon. And again, we were talking before um, earlier today when we were kind of firming up plans and stuff, you know, about how big of a fan I am of uh, the NWA under Billy Corgan. So, Mm -hmm. so I got to ask, how did, uh, how did, how did you come, how did you wind up in the national wrestling Alliance? Well, uh, 
because of course the the pandemic uh billy and i we kept we kind of kept in touch and like when he uh first uh started uh, you know made his purchase and you know he uh invested into the nwa we were kind of talking then but um mm -hmm. i of course with our, our schedules weren't just matching um mm -hmm. Some people know, some people may not know, but uh, I also uh, I work in the in the, you know special education. Oh, so cool! I yeah. So when I'm not wrestling, uh, currently I'm on spring break now. <laughs> so, so my kid, my son, and my wife was a school bus driver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because I work I I work as a, in a transition program, so that's working mm -hmm. with adults with special needs. Uh, after they age, after they graduate high school, awesome. Uh, they, you know, we typically get them so that you know we are that bridge between uh, college and workforce route. Mm -hmm. so, so you know, for those that are just instead of them just going, for those that are able to, like we help them find work. We help give them like sort of like tools to sort of be more independent to help families out that way. So that's that they're cool. graduating and then, you know, that's it. They just go sit at home. Um, mm. So like, so yeah. So, and with NWA was uh, at the time, it was just like scheduling wise. It just, we couldn't get on board with it. So it was just still like, you know, Indies uh, honing my craft and, you know, it wasn't until, and then of course pandemic hits and that mm. shut everything down. <laughs> oh, I bet. So, you know, it was, that was like, uh, that was a huge um, downer because there was a couple of times that we were just like, hey, maybe, maybe this time around. And, you know, uh, you know, I, I, you know, you guys are doing this. I, I there's an interest there. But uh, once, once COVID hit, man, that was, that put a damper on everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, because when I started, when I first, I think I wrestled, I up until up until the pandemic, I wrestled every year straight. Like mm -hmm. there, there was literally no time off that I ever took. So it was weird just to say now, uh, because everything has shut down. It was weird to just like, what am I? <laughs> I didn't know what a weekend looked like without wrestling <laughs> until the pandemic. So, uh. So yeah, so now that things have they're not completely normal, but mm -hmm. getting there, right? Uh, I of course saw like you know they you know NWA made the announcement they were coming back, and so like you know kind of got into talks and just like you know hey, uh, that's that's cool that you guys are returning and stuff like that, and you know uh, I was of course invited to to come down. And so, uh, not really expecting anything. Not um, just just sort of like if, if an opportunity arrives, I'm just be going to be more prepared for right. an opportunity. Uh, not asking for handouts or anything like that. Just if the opportunity's there, I'm going to seize it. I'm you know I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that I make the most of it. And you know, getting to uh, getting to wrestle there um, was truly 
well, one, it's it's truly an honor because I mean, it's, it's the NWA, you know, right. <laughs> and you know that it's backed in such a unique way, and um, again, Billy just having you know that keen eye for talent and for stories and everything. I really like what they've done uh, over there and what they continue to do um, with talent and and just uh, bringing a fresh take to the audience who are used to like the style of WWE and are used to, who are now used to the style of AEW and mm-hmm. all these different things. And in and, and the wrestling world, when you see something like that and it just sort of becomes, I don't want to say like redundant, but I mean, kind of, you know, right. You've seen it. If you've seen it once, you've seen it everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. right. I get, I got gotcha. you. And so, like with with NWA, I don't, I at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I get a fresh take every time, and mm-hmm. it's it's refreshing to see because it's a mix of new school meets old school, but with a new look. If that makes sense. I got you. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, when that you know, uh, when I was invited down and the opportunity came for, uh me to wrestle uh you know fred uh uh you know aka darren young mm-hmm. um, and i got to get in the ring with like matt cross i was like hell yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> so that was just that was just awesome because i mean those guys are two top tier talent uh anywhere they go so mm-hmm. it was just and again on a national national scale like i mean of course it's it's um it it was it was a pleasure it was a privilege you know i certainly hope there's going to be more (laughs) me too too. so uh but yeah i a ton of fans gave great feedback and they're just like blown away they're like oh my god you know uh i jokingly some fans just say like we wish for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that was that was quite on uh, my social media that was quite the, the thing it's like oh you were wishing for this you should have you know wish for me to get rich and like you know win the lotto like that I, I would love right. that. you could pray for that for me i i'd be greatly appreciative so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah well it was you talk about the match you had with uh matt cross and uh fred rosser um you know i i watched that actually because i just purchased the you know the nwa on fight package uh mm-hmm. uh which for those of you who are listening to this uh you want to catch new episodes of NWA Power? It's only five dollars a month on Fight TV, so it's a great value for some great action yeah. and stuff. So please take advantage of the the deal, and you also get access to all the past episodes. I believe they you, they uh, they give you some access to some of the old pa- the pay per views as well too, mm-hmm. and that. But um, I'll, I'll admit I got I was watching the match earlier this morning um and stuff the match you had with uh Fred and uh, Matt and I just smiled because it's like I'm gonna get to talk to him about that later. <laughs> really excited about that. And so, so I'm glad to get be able to to talk about you with that. And again, I definitely hope that, that we we see more of you in the NWA. Yeah. Uh one other thing I want to talk to you about and then we'll start kind of wrapping winding down here um in terms of wrestling is is you're also part of Chicago Land Championship Wrestling, which is run by my my very good friend and uh, former two time guest of the show, uh, John Bullard. Uh, so uh, obviously, I ask you your thoughts on Billy as a boss. I'm going to ask you, uh, what's it like working for John? Uh, I love working with John. Again, uh, 
you know, it's it's always it's always uh, very, I mean, very cool, but it's also refreshing mm-hmm. when uh, the promoter not only sees it, not only sees the business aspects, but and and you know the talent aspects, but sees you as the person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not all about the dollar signs. He he cares greatly about uh, wanting everybody to be successful, not just you right. know the promotion or just trying to line his pockets, but he's trying to make you successful as well mm-hmm. and give you the platform for you to go out there and you know whether it's whether you're with Chicagoland Championship for uh, a month or you know half a year, like you know however long you're going to be there. He wants you to give you the as much tools as you can for your toolbox to go out there and, mm. and and build something even greater for you know for your brand. It's not just helping him. And so I think uh, what he, John has done with like you know Chicago Land Championship being on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. uh, Power Four TV, Fight TV, you know, because we've mentioned with like NWA, like, right? I think that's that's awesome. And like. Um, the first show, the first show was uh, uh, amazing. Uh, yes, it was. So, like, I've gotten a quite a, I got we got quite the feedback from um, from fans from mm. uh, the triple threat with, um, you know, Chris Logan, myself, and uh, Garrison Creed. Yep. I mean, those that that match alone, like, people were just blown away. Like that yeah. made a statement. You know, and all, and of course, I'm not even just, I mean, all the other matches that took place on that card, like I was, you know, peering through the curtain and I, you know, looking through the show and everybody brought their A game that night. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you, um, here you have it like the, the next show, uh, we sold out. Yes. You know? it, it, um, so here, uh, here it is like now we're selling out and like, you know, uh, people are just like, ready for more Chicagoland Championship uh, wrestling, you, you know, and just itching, like, tickets in advance, you know. I don't think, uh, I think it was, like, I don't I don't think tickets were out less than, like, 30 minutes, and, like, half the show was, like, already gone, like, tickets are already gone, you know. People, mm-hmm. were, people were asking me, like, hey, hey, can you get tickets, bro? <laughs> can you get tickets? <laughs> it's like, I, unfortunately, you know, I talked to John, I was like, do you have any tickets left? He's like, I've I'm sorry, like <laughs> that, right? You know, so, uh, so whenever I put on social media or whatever, somebody asks me, I'm just like, hey, if you know, as soon as I tell you that there's a show going, like, get your tickets right away, because like, you know, that's how it, it, we're, we're moving fast with yep. it, you know. So, uh, but I, I love uh, working with John, and um, I think he's doing amazing. He's he's already got. Uh, a good handle on things uh and it helps too that him not just being a promoter but him once being a talent and him mm-hmm. learning all aspects of it i think that is you know that's crucial because you can't know you can't really know how a talent is or how a talent um thinks without walking like you know the whole walk a mile in my shoes type deal yep so john john's been there before so he knows so mm-hmm. I think he was just like, well, at that point, he was like, well, I would have done this different. And so now here it is. He is doing things different and it's it's working. 
So I think, uh, you know, any fans of Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, you know, we have a lot more in store for them. So just yeah. be on the lookout. But, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, he runs a first-class organization. I was at that very first show. Um, and just the whole experience, even from the moment I got there and was waiting in line, you know, John and I had been talking prior to the show because I had him on, you know, my show a while back um, and, you know, got to know him, talked to him. And like I said, I consider him to be a friend and stuff. And I remember meeting him for the first time, you know, he came right over to me and then my friend Brad, who was there at the first show will also be at the second, this upcoming show. And, you know, and thanked us for everything we've done, you know, trying to help promote his show and stuff like that. You know, he went out of his way to show us to our seats. He went out of his way to, you know, after the show asking what we, and throughout the show, what we, what we thought of everything, you know, and it's just, Really, just a t just a top notch guy, and it's just I expected to hear nothing less from you when it came to talking about John. And uh, again, you know, I look forward to you know this upcoming show in June, even though it, you know, stupid COVID, I uh, made it made it yeah. get, made it wait longer because it's supposed to be you know in two weeks essentially. But it is yeah. what it is, you know. I know he's excited about it. You you're excited about it. I'm sure everybody on the roster is excited about it. So I can't wait and stuff. So a last, well, last, one of the last things I, uh, I want to ask you before I give you some time to plug, like, you know, your upcoming shows and merch and stuff is, is uh, there's, there's some people out there that may not know this, you know, having talked to you and kind of doing a little bit of research and stuff like that. I know you're, you know, you're a husband and a father and stuff. So I got to ask it, what's it like being a, uh, a wrestler who's also a father? And I know you said you had a four-year-old who's almost five and then a little one that's about to turn one. Does your four-year-old think it's cool to have a daddy that's a pro wrestler? Oh yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> I, think most of, I think that's most of our play. Like mom does the, uh, the, you know, the crafts and like the, you know, the, uh, the innocent little, the, the little kitty stuff and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, dad is the, dad is the rough, uh, the rough houser, like, you know, who gets the boys jacked and who's like always like, you know, throwing... <laughs> yep, I know the feeling I'm like, <laughs> the, rough, the rough play. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's cool, man. Um, I, one of the best jobs in the world is to be, uh, it's to say that you're a dad. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, uh, you know, when, when it is time to go and lace up the boots and, you know, go to work, so to speak, uh, it's hard because, you know, you, I enjoy family time. So I never want to like, it, it sucks to leave them for so long, but you know, mm -hmm. you still have to sort of, uh, you know, you still got to do what you got to do. Uh, I I give my wife uh, uh, a ton of credit. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. you know, because as much as it's it's hard for you know the talent or the wrestlers, uh, it's equally as hard for the spouses. You know, because right. now they have to take over like the reins. You know, for for however long you know you're gonna be gone or on the road and stuff like that. So. Uh, I could not do I, I could not do all of what I do without her, her support mm -hmm. uh, and her backing me up and taking care of like you know my boys uh, while I can't be there. So um, uh, I, I adore her for that. so <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I love it, man. Um, and like my my, four-year-old has not stopped asking me since I've started to now shows have started to pick up and mm. uh, start to do more. 
he has been itching to to come see me wrestle again live um and i keep running out of excuses <laughs> I, just, I just keep saying with the germs but he's like but he's man he is wise dude beyond his years because he's mm-hmm. just like, well daddy I, I wear a mask i wear a mask daddy and um and i come see you wrestle and i'm just like yeah you got a good point but still buddy like you know uh, cause he's, he's, a, he's definitely a people person. Like, mm-hmm. you know how you give him the talk and you say, okay, there's germs, buddy. So we gotta, we gotta keep this social distance. And he tells you like, sure thing, daddy. The second he gets in through the door, what is he doing? He's hugging everybody. He's shaking Aww. hands. I'm like, what is this kid running for mayor? What is he? The president? Or something <laughs> like that? Like, I we literally just had this talk. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's like looking back at us, and he's like, uh, "What? Look, you're not gonna, you're not gonna greet him. You're not gonna shake hands or anything." It's like, dude, there's germs. So mm-hmm. I kind of that's that's what I'm going based off of right now. That's kind of like my escape, like why he can't do shows. It's like no, because you're gonna lie to me and tell me that you're gonna you want to tell me everything that I want uh, to hear, and in five seconds. I'm I'm the guy wrestling, and you walk in there, and you'll be the show. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? And you know, slapping hands, and just you know, <laughs> he's getting ready to go and perform, and I'm just there to watch him. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. You're, you, he yeah. sounds like he sounds like one cool little dude. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, love that boy to death. But I swear to God, <laughs> I say the same thing about my five year old. I love him to death, but man, sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, just, I don't know. He so, is. All right. So before I let you go, and again, thank you so much for doing this. Um, How can people uh, support you by buying your merch? And then also too, where can people go uh, see you? Uh, well, uh, people uh, can buy my merch. Uh, I have a few items on pro wrestling tees.com at, you know, uh, just, type in Marshade Rocket. I'm sure you'll see all of this uh, merch there. Um, follow me on my, my social medias and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, again, at uh, Marshade Rocket. And uh, for as far as, because I uh, do all my shows, I also, you know, uh, plug all my shows there. Uh, if they want to buy more merch uh, on site, um, there's no better way to, than to be at those shows. So right. as stated, stated earlier, uh, you know, tickets, you know, they're selling fast. So especially, you know, uh, for, you know, Chicagoland. So uh, that, of course, we've talked about it. It's going to be June 12th, not April 17th. Uh, mm. sorry, sorry, everybody out there. Ruining uh, my COVID going it, and ruining my birthday. Trust me, that when, when we were told that it, it wasn't happening April 17th and it had to be pushed back, there was a lot of heartbreak on our end, too. Yep. So, uh, but that's June 12th. You're not going to want to miss that show. Um, it's going to be uh, a fun time. But for the shows that are coming up, uh, we have uh, Chicago Style Wrestling uh, April 16th. Um, that's going to be a good one. Uh, uh, Heroes and Legends Wrestling out in Fort Wayne, Indiana, April 24th. Uh, you can catch me along with a lot of like NWA, w, uh, former WWE superstars, Impact superstars that are going to be there. That event is already being marked as as huge and stellar. Uh, I can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, May is filling up with uh, a ton of like exciting ones. 
uh, quite uh, the one that springs out to mind is uh, May 30th for All Out Pro Wrestling. Um, that's out in Lake Hokum, uh, where I will be main eventing against uh, ECW Original and Impact Superstar uh, Rhino. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, trying to avoid the gore. So I'm actually hitting the gym extra hard because um, I, I I put out a, a video not too long, uh, less than 24 hours ago, uh, talking a little bit of trash to the rhino. So I know he's going to come with full force. So I got to right. make sure I'm on my P's and Q's for that, man. Yep. But, um, yeah. Uh, you know, hit me up on social media. Uh, any, any other upcoming shows, I, I'm going to be uh, – plugging them all there but uh yeah man just let's uh it's it's go time so wrestling's wrestling's back at least for me so it's full swing it's full throttle let's go all right so all right well Marche, i want to thank you again for uh taking the time to uh do this to me this was a lot of fun i really enjoyed the insights and everything and stuff um and i will personally uh, be looking forward to uh, introducing myself to you in person at the uh, CCW show on June 12th. And uh, until uh, then, I'm sure I'll be talking to you online. But if not, thanks again. And uh, yeah, and uh, thanks again for hopping on with me. Awesome. Thank you for having me, man. This is fun. So we'll have to do it again sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is Tim Storm, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. You're listening to What Do You Say with DDJ. If you love professional wrestling, this is where you need to get your information. Don't miss this. All righty then. Uh, once again, thank you to uh, All Day Marche Rocket. Excuse me, the one true All Day Marche Rocket for a very fun and entertaining interview. I love the stories. Uh, best of luck to you in the future. And I again, I hope that... Uh, what we saw in uh, the NWA when you had that great match with uh, Fred Rosser as well as M-Dog Matt Cross wasn't your last appearance in the NWA. Hopefully you stick around for a little while. Uh, be sure to uh, follow Marche on all his social media platforms at Marche Rocket, and that's M-A-R-S-H-E Rocket with two T's at the end. Uh, be sure to go to ProWrestlingTees.com and uh, – get a, a shirt of Mar from Marche Rocket. He's got a couple of designs on there. Just uh, type in Marche Rocket in the search field, as well as check out any of uh, some of his upcoming shows. Uh, those dates, again, are he's going to be appearing for Chicago Style Wrestling on Friday, April 16th. Uh, he'll be appearing for Heroes and Legends on April 24th. Uh, Warrior Wrestling... Uh, May 1st, uh, GLCW May 8th, as well as All Out Pro Wrestling on May 30th. And last but definitely not least, be sure to check him out on Saturday night, June 12th, uh, for Chicagoland Championship Wrestling. The As of right now, the event is sold out. However, if uh, COVID restrictions ease up in Michigan City, Indiana, more tickets may be made available. If you are unable to get tickets for that show, I believe uh, tickets for the August show are already on sale. And you can go to uh, ChicagolandChampionshipWrestling.com for all the ticket information. Uh, before I call it a night, I just wanted to uh, make you get make sure everyone's aware of uh, what we've got going on in the Pro Wrestling Junkies group this week. Uh, it's a big WrestleMania week. You just got done listening to my interview with Marche Rocket. 
Be sure to tune into the uh, Junkyard on Tuesdays where we review the previous week in wrestling. A lot of fun. Uh, be sure to check out uh, yours truly, DDJ, as he competes uh, against seven other people in the single elimination style trivia tournament uh, to, on Tuesday night. Uh, the information will be uh, posted on my Facebook page as well as the Pro Wrestling Junkies page, which is where you can go to watch this uh, monumental occasion. Uh, we've got Brad, Stephen and Brad's talking wrestling coming out on Tuesday or Wednesday, excuse me, with a possible surprise mystery guest. Be sure to check out Brad's uh, Toilet Side Wrestling Talk episodes that drop every week. Uh, and then the big, uh, big uh, show. For me is uh, I will appear along with aside my co-hosts of the junkyard, Jovan and Spencer, as we will invade such good shoot hosted by my friends, Dozer, uh, Shane and Isaac. And we are going to tear the house down and poor Brad Marcus is going to be the mediator. Brad, thank you so much for volunteering to do this. Please don't get too scared off by us. And then obviously uh, I will be going live with, uh, my boys in the junkyard Friday night after SmackDown to uh, talk a uh, preview and give our, my predictions for WrestleMania. We'll be going live Saturday and Sunday night after night one and night two of WrestleMania to talk about what happened. So yeah, so busy, busy week for yours truly DDJ on the pro wrestling junkies pod squad network. And while you're waiting to check out one of those shows, please be sure to go to pro and get a pro wrestling junkie shirt, get one of our gr group shirts get a shirt of your favorite podcast i would really appreciate if you bought it what do you say with ddj shirt or a junkyard shirt but also be sure to check get a toilet side wrestling talk shirt get a steve's three shirt get a junkyard shirt get a there's just tons of shirts to go from get a such good shoot shirt plenty of shirts to choose from and that so great designs support some great shows and yeah and we would be very appreciative of that well, that's all the time I have this week. Uh, once again, thank you so much to Marche Rocket for an amazing interview. And I will see you in another week or so with a brand new episode of What Do You Say with DDJ. If you love professional wrestling and great podcasts, check out What Do You Say with DDJ on Facebook, Twitter, and also on ProWrestlingTees.com. In the search field, just type in DDJ and buy the best professional wrestling podcast shirt around.